Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical. It's the Duval Hot Takes Podcast, starring Sean Daly. I bet when Abraham Lincoln first said four score, he wasn't talking about the Jaguars putting up four scores. But if he were still here today, he would totally be lit. For the Jacksonville Jaguars. Here we go! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Duval Hot Takes Podcast. My name is Sean Daly. I will be your host and your only host for this episode, unfortunately, because there is an actual hurricane that is going through the state of Florida right now that is getting in the way of our podcast recording, which is if that's the worst thing that Hurricane Ian does to anybody involved with this podcast, let's consider ourselves very lucky. Uh, I would like to send out the best well wishes and the best of thoughts uh, to those that are affected by this hurricane. Uh a lot of Jacksonville Jaguar fans live in Jacksonville, Florida, or other parts of Florida. So most of us have been affected by this hurricane, and I hope that whatever type of damage that has happened to your home, your family, your life standing, whatever's going on, I hope it's very temporary. I hope you have power in your house. I hope there's not too much damage to your home, and I hope you're safe. All right, I, I hope everybody's safe, and it's a very serious thing that's happening, and I, I don't want to belittle that in the slightest, but it did get in the way of this podcast, so it's just me. It's just me. No Powderfly, no T-Wizzle, Taylor Smizzle, okay, as your moderator, uh, and I think the biggest hit of all that is hurting is that I don't, I don't have my facts and stats man, Devin Mabe here, so that's really what's hurting. Like I don't need Pat or Taylor. I just need Devin, and, and he's not here. So uh, it's a solo dolo mission, and uh, I'm here for your your Sean Daly episode for the Duval Hot Takes podcast. Now, let's talk football, okay? Let's talk football. Maybe you want to escape the bad news out there with the weather and politics and whatnot. Let's talk about this fun game of football, which football is now fun again for Jacksonville Jaguar fans. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, man, Sean is about to just about, about, about to go way off on rainbow tangents, talking about how good the Jaguars are. Let's pump the brakes a little bit. Let's settle down Okay? Because the Jacksonville Jaguars absolutely took advantage of an Indianapolis Colts team that didn't have their top two pass catchers and their top defensive player in Shaquille, formerly Darius Leonard. I know how much that annoys Pat that he changed his name. I think it's hilarious. But so we took advantage of the Colts, absolutely destroyed them. They were never in the game. It was 24 to nothing. And now we got the LA Chargers. All right. We went to their house and Justin Herbert is not 100%. Let's just let's just call it what it is. 
Uh, he's keeping what he's putting in his body and what he's doing to play these games. He's keeping it very private, and I respect that privacy. We don't need to know. But all we know is that he's not 100%. I saw his face every time he got hit or touched. He was just in a lot of pain. And just a shout-out to that guy for uh, showing up for his team and trying to, trying to do everything he can to win a football game against a shockingly talented Jacksonville Jaguars team. That is one thing I'll say. I will not say that we're good yet. We might be good. The Jacksonville Jaguars might be good. I'm willing to say that. We might be good. When you look at the stats, you look at both sides of the ball, the way the team has played the last two weeks, far and away better than any form of Jacksonville Jaguar football we have seen in the past three years. I think that that is not a hot take. That is a the Lucas of warm takes, all right? Because the Jaguars are playing out of their minds. They are maximizing their talent on both sides of the football. They are making the most of their free agency signings. That's the most that we've made of our free agency signings since 2017 when we signed Malik Jackson and um, Calais Campbell and all those guys who were building that Saxonville defense. We are now building Traxonville offense and defense. Traxonville, yes. TM, trademark. I already bought the trademark. Don't give it a shot, okay? Because I got it. Because we are fast. Christian Kirk is fast. Zay Jones is fast. James Robinson, I don't know what they put in that Achilles, that brand new Achilles they gave him, but I think it might have been Usain Bolt's Achilles because he hasn't had that burst that he showed on Sunday his entire career, and he ruptured his Achilles last year. James Robinson is the best story of this Jacksonville Jaguars football team, which has a lot of good stories. This game was over. When James Robinson took that run to the house, it was over. The Chargers were beat mentally. They were losing players left and right. Unfortunately for them, they were just beat up. They lost all pro left tackle Rayshon Slater pretty early on. They lost Joey Bosa even earlier. They're two, arguably two of their best big players on both sides of the ball. Not even arguably Rayshon Slater. He he's, might be the best left tackle in the league. And now, unfortunately, he's gone for the season, which stinks. You hate to see that. And Joey Bosa got injured early, got out of the game. He couldn't finish the game. And so guess what? We put Chris Manhurts right on Khalil Mack, just chipping him all day. And the offensive line played out of their pants good on this Sunday. All right. So full disclosure, the Patterfly, Sir Patrick, my co-host, my beloved co-host, uh, and and myself, we spent that Sunday in a casino. Just a full degeneracy weekend we had. I'm not proud of it. I am proud of how much money I put on the Jaguars to win this football game, though, in said casino. And Pat also made a sizable wager on the Jacksonville Jaguars in this casino. So, oh, we were feeling pretty damn good about this game come halfway through the third quarter. I feel like every Jaguar fan... We were in the same boat on this game. The first quarter, we're like, okay, yeah, we're coming out flat. We can't score in the red zone. All right, when are the Chargers going to turn it on? And they just never did. They, they I, I said in the last podcast, what was the name I put out here? All right, I said Jalen Guyton. Look out for Jalen Guyton because he's their deep play guy. And Jacksonville is very susceptible to the deep play. They get caught beacon in the backfield. They got a lot of young guys. So guys run past them sometimes. And if you if you have the speed to get past our secondary, you can beat us deep. And that's exactly what Jalen Guyton did. And it was the best play they had offensively all day, and it's not even close. 
and Jalen Guyton didn't even score on this play. He needed to score on this play because you're not beating this defense 10 yards, 15 yards. We're too fast, man. This defense is too fast. Trayvon Walker, he's playing. he was playing defensive back at one point. That, that closeout he made on that pass deflection, amazing. Devin Lloyd, he is a magnet to the football. I truly think Devin Lloyd has magnets in his body that are specifically attuned to pigskin or whatever they make footballs out of nowadays because he is just zooming into this football. Whenever it's tipped in the air, whenever the ball's up, Devin Lloyd's like, ah, I'm here, I'm here, I got it, I got it, I'm here. If the ball gets tipped, Devin Lloyd will come from the locker room and catch it somehow. I don't know how, but he does. He's already got two interceptions in three games. What do you want? What do you want? This defense is amazing. The offense might even be better. I said that I wanted to see big boy football. I wanted to run the football, and I wanted Manhurts to play a lot, and he did. I swear, I know Dougie P, I know you didn't wear a red hat, okay, but I know you're just keeping it a secret, buddy. I know. I know you're just keeping it a secret. It's okay. You don't want people to know. You don't want people to know that you listen. I get it, all right? But you did exactly what I wanted you to do tenfold, and it felt great. That play, that when James Robinson busted that 50 yard touchdown run, that's the fastest I've ever seen him look. I know I already said that, but Manhurts made that play happen. When you watch that play back on tape, look at Manhurts seal his block and absolutely beat his man on the left side of that line and open that hole for James Robinson. And when James Robinson got to the second level, it was over. It was done. Nobody was catching him. Deion Sanders wasn't catching him. Tyreek Hill wasn't catching him. I don't care. That man was burning down the field. It was the fastest I've ever seen him run. It was just the best play we've had this season. And hopefully it's, it's a tone-setting play moving forward, saying that Jacksonville has one of the best running backs in the league. James Robinson is somehow better after a ruptured Achilles than he was before. It's just, just looking at him, the eyeball test. Looking at James Robinson, he looks better. And it's amazing to think about. The offensive line, I cannot talk about them enough. It is amazing. Trevor Lawrence has been sacked twice through three games. The Week one, we came down hard on the offensive line. We said, we need more out of you. And they said, all right, Sean, hold my beer, okay? Because we're about to play amazing the next two weeks, and they absolutely have. Trevor Lawrence has all day. He can go through his progressions. He can find the open guy. This offense is moving. Jawan Taylor is going to get the bag. If he keeps playing like this, the Jaguars are going to have to move some money around and re-sign Jawan Taylor because you got two choices with Jawan Taylor. Two possible options. One, it's his contract year and he's playing out of his mind because he wants that money, he wants to get the bag, and he wants to go be the Jawan Taylor for the past two years again afterwards. You hope that that's not right. What I'm leaning towards and what we wanted with Walker Little pushing Jawan Taylor to get the best version out of him that's this. What I'm hoping is that he had the wrong coach last year. He had the wrong offensive line coach. The voices in his head, they weren't using him the right way. He didn't have real NFL head coaches telling him how to block zone, whatever, do whatever it is you need to do. And now he's got the right voice in his ear because this coaching staff is getting the most out of Jawan Taylor. Whether it's not him turning it on or him getting put in positions and getting coached the proper way, Jawan Taylor is going to get the bag. If he continues this up, he's going to get at least $20 million guaranteed. And that is a lot of money to pay a right tackle. And it's a lot of money for a team to pay a right tackle that's also paying the right guard the most in the league. 
Brandon Scherf is the highest paid right guard in the league. That's going to be a lot of money on the right side of the line. But that's a good problem to have, Jaguar fans. Listen to us. We, we're struck. The biggest problem is thinking about paying players for playing well in Jacksonville. Think about this. We've ne- we haven't had this problem before, especially with offensive linemen. All right. Uh, what's going to give Jaguars a scare is that Cam Robinson got the bag and he is not playing that well. He's a one offensive lineman that I'm like, kind of, oh man, Joey Bosa, when he was in, was kind of beating him a little bit like a drum a little bit, but hopefully Cam Robinson can get that figured out. Ben Barch is a work in progress at left guard. All right. But he's playing a lot better than I think a lot of us thought he would. Luke Fortner had his best game as a pro. All right. Hot take. Luke Fortner belongs. He belongs. This guy has had three NFL starts, and he has gotten better every single week. You cannot argue with me. If you watch the games, Luke Fortner is looking better and better every week. I think we got the next Brandon Linder, third-round pick, same exact pedigree. I love Luke Fortner. I'm in. And Brandon Scherf is playing elite right now. All right, I wanted a little more out of him, but he's doing it. He's helping Jawan Taylor a lot. That might be another thing that's putting Jawan Taylor in a position to have a career year. It just it looks so good. Pat and I talk about it all the time when we're watching the games together. Uh, Jawan Taylor has the snap count down. It's like it looks like a false start every time. The guy just has it figured out. It's he's just he looks fast. He looks big, fast, and strong in pass blocking. When it comes to run blocking, it leaves a little to be desired, which hopefully takes a couple mil off that signing bonus. But who knows? All right. Offensive line, the biggest reason we won this football game. We won it in the trenches, both sides of the ball. We were getting pressure out of our defensive line. We needed the beef against Indianapolis. We needed Devon Hamilton and Fatu Kasi in the middle stopping the run. What we needed this week was our speed guys getting after the quarterback, especially when you take a lead early the way Jaguars did, and that's exactly what they did. They just pinned their ears back and got back there. They didn't want the secondary to have to cover for like more than three to four seconds because Darius Williams is going to get burned. He's a problem. You want you, you want to talk about problems that the Jaguars have that might keep them from being good? If Darius Williams doesn't up his play, he will get targeted every time. People, that, oh, smart offensive coordinators that watch tape, obviously they get paid a lot of money to do that. They're going to see, yeah, that guy. <laughs> we're, that Okay, that guy. We're going to go after him. The guy that gets the first move of the receiver always gets separation. Yeah, okay. We're going to we're going to throw to the slot, all right, every week. So we got to we got to sure that up. Uh Trey Herndon got a lot more run in this game and I think it's mainly because of that. Is it mainly because I think we're a little worried about Darius Williams, and we should be um, on the defense side of the ball. The Chargers are a really good football team. I'm going to quote Doug Peterson. Uh, it was probably the most fire quote I've ever heard out of a Jaguars coach, other than Doug Marone loving bologna sandwiches. When Doug Peterson said, that's a really good football team there, but we're a good football team too, that just gives me chills. That just gives me chills, y'all. We are a good football team, too. Doug Peterson's ready to call us good, and he knows, sees what we're capable of, and I see what we're capable of, but I'm going to need to see it a little longer. I'm not falling for it again, y'all. I am not falling for it again. We need to, if, if we beat Philly, oh, man, 
I might be diving full on in. If we beat the Philadelphia Eagles, if we do it, uh, against Jalen Hurts playing out of his mind and the highest scoring offense in the NFL and what looks like the most well-rounded team in the NFL, that defense is very good as well. It's going to be a tough matchup. Pat and I in the preseason, we had us both losing that game. Hopefully, we can, we, we, we can eke one out. I think it's going to be close. Two very talented, very young teams. Uh, Philadelphia's offensive line is is very good. It's the best offensive line in the league. And if this defensive line in Jacksonville, if they can get pressure on Jalen Hurts and keep him in the pocket outside, do not let him escape. Keep him in the pocket. All right, take away the run. I'm not. I'm not afraid of Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, or Kenny Gain. Not so well. I am not worried about those dudes. Okay, if those dudes beat me. Whatever. Fine. Fluke. Okay. Don't let Jalen Hurts beat you with his legs outside because that's what he does. He, he breaks off runs. He gets outside. He gets comfortable that way. Keep him in the pocket. QB contain all game long. Okay. That's what I want to see in that game. But if we beat Philly, oh man, I'll start thinking about it. The team that Pat and I both, we, we talked about this uh, agnosium the other day. The team we need to beat is Tennessee. If we beat the Titans... Brother, we're good. We are good. If we get over that hump, if we get a, if if we're sitting at like seven and four, seven and five, and we win a close, grind it out, big boy football, sloppy game against Tennessee, the way that they like to play, then we're good. Then I'm all in. We're winning the South. We're going to the playoffs, and we're hosting a damn fucking playoff game, y'all. I, I'm I'm ready to dive in after that Tennessee game, but that's a long way away. You just came off the biggest win this team has had in a very long time. A, a momentum-shifting win for the fan base against a really good Chargers team again with just studs everywhere. I know some of them didn't make it through the whole game, which is a part of the reason that I'm not going crazy on the Kool-Aid right now. Um, but Jacksonville is making strides. Guys, ladies, guys, everybody, listen, everybody that's listening to me right now, the Jaguars are playing well. They are playing so well. I We have a chance to be in every game. I don't see us getting blown out the way it's going. I mean, if you just look at the stats, like Tr- Trevor Lawrence, six touchdowns, one interception through three games. He's averaging two touchdowns a game. If you extrapolate those numbers out, that's a fun game to play, buddy, because that is 30 touchdowns to five interceptions. You want to play that game? Extrapolate those stats. That is elite. That is elite. That is Trevor Lawrence making a huge second-year leap. This, the way we all were hoping, and every night we go to sleep and we just we just close our eyes and say, "Please be good, Trevor Lawrence. Please be good." He's actually good, and he's showing it. Look at me with a head coach. Look at me with structure. Look at me with a plan around me. Look at me with wide receivers that can actually catch the ball and make something happen after the catch. Look at me with a tight end like Evan Ingram. Look at me with uh, James Robinson and Travis Etienne. Look at what Trevor Lawrence is doing, y'all. It's amazing. The quarterback rating, the QBR rating, the yards, the touchdowns, the efficiency. It's all there. Trevor Lawrence is showing you everything we wanted to see. We're living in it. Enjoy it. It's amazing, these first three games. I I mean, we should have beat the Washington Washcoms. The Red Commanders should have beat them. We didn't. Okay, we live in a world where we're 2-1, we're not 3-0. I think it's perfect, though. Honestly, 
this team might have needed that commander's game. Don't hate on the fact that we lost that game because say we win that game, we don't get to where we are now. You don't know. We might have needed that wake-up call. And then just if whatever we needed to get to two and one, we're two and one. I had, I, no, I didn't think there was any shot we'd be two and one. I had one and two. All right. I probably should have said oh and three, honestly. But one and two would have been great. Two and one is amazing. We're leading the South. Jacksonville Jaguars have the best quarterback in the AFC South. That's uh, just, it's apparent. Look at Ryan Tannehill. Look at Matt Spare Parts Ryan. Look at Davis General Mills out there getting the most out of his lowly amount of talent. Okay, the Jaguars are here to stay in the South. Now, whether or not the Jaguars are going to make strides to be a perennial contender the way we want them to, this is a huge test to see this week. This te- this is a huge test to see what the Jaguars can do this season. I have so much confidence in this coaching staff, so much confidence in these uh, people making the player personnel decisions, including Trent Masterclass Balky right now. We're fully 180 on him. Trayvon Walker, hit. Devin Lloyd, hit. Luke Fortner, hit. That's three huge hits from this last draft, and I'm ready to call them hits because Trayvon Walker makes everybody around him better. Devin Lloyd is a difference maker on defense, an absolute difference maker. And Luke Fortner is going to be your center for a long time in Jacksonville. I've seen enough. Luke Fortner is here to stay. And the the signing, like I, I touched on it earlier, Zay Jones, Christian Kirk, absolute game changers at the wide receiver position. This is Advertiser Content, brought to you by Frito-Lay. Hello, I'm Chip Murphy, here to get you ready for the big tournament. Tonight we'll break down... We break down who will be cutting... Cut! What are you two doing? Sorry, Chip. Prez here got his feathers ruffled when I told him Ruffles has zero chance of winning the title. And I was letting Dip know that she is not taking into account Ruffles' iconic ridges. Guys, it's March. We have to start talking about the tournament. We are. It is the 2023 Frito-Lay Snack-It. We're talking about big-time matchups between Cheetos, Smart Food, Lay's, Sun Chips, and more. Just head to the Frito-Lay Snack Bracket and vote for your favorite chip, pretzel, or dip for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. This sounds great. Keep up the good work. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void wherever hit Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Will you be able to exploit a very talented Philadelphia Eagle defense this coming Sunday? I mean, you've got Christian Kirk has more yards, has more 20-yard catches, and the same amount of touchdowns as Devontae Adams. Yeah, Devontae Adams, the guy that they traded away, what, three first-round picks, uh, four mansions, and I think a part of the moon for? Yeah, that guy. The, the, the Raiders gave all that up to go 0-3 to start the year for Devontae Adams? Yeah, we got it in Christian Kirk. We didn't give anything up. We just gave Christian Kirk the contract that he obviously deserves. The Jaguars paid Christian Kirk for what he was going to do, not for what he's already done, unlike what the Raiders did with Devontae Adams. The Jacksonville Jaguars are making smart, savvy decisions from personnel to coaching to scheming everywhere. It's amazing. I can't believe it. Shad Khan, you're, uh, dude, if this keeps up, man, I'm going to fully just, 
You, you backed into it. I'll let it go. I'll forgive everything. If the Jaguars are the next Indianapolis Colts with Peyton Manning, and that's not a stretch to say because I'm seeing a lot of parallels between Trevor Lawrence and Peyton Manning. I'm going to say it. I'm, I'm just going to come out and say it. Peyton Manning's rookie year led the league in interceptions. Peyton Manning's first nine away games, 0-9. His first away win against the, the Chargers, the then San Diego Chargers, now the LA Chargers, a coincidence? I mean, history finds a way of repeating itself, y'all. I'm just saying. It does. I think Trevor Lawrence might be the next Peyton Manning. I'll say, yeah. How's about it? Mm-hmm. Hot take. How about that? Literal fire on this microphone right now, y'all. Trevor Lawrence might be the next Peyton Manning, where he just elevates all the talent around him. Zay Jones, a career fourth-string receiver, playing out of his mind. Career high, 10 catches, 85 yards, and a tutty against the Chargers. Against the Chargers, very good secondary, mind you. Zay Jones making plays. Christian Kirk, career second-string receiver. Career guy that never really figured it out. Guy that's never had a 1,000 yards in a season. Christian Kirk's playing like the man. This whole team is playing to their potential right now. And if they keep it up, the sky's the limit. That's a huge if. That's why I'm kind of pumping the brakes, you know. Settle down now. Okay, let's not give the Jaguars the AFC championship game. Okay, let's slow down. I'm happy with in the hunt. But in the hunt on the graphic, you see Jacksonville on there. Um, take me to the bank. I'm, I will sell right now. That's what I want. I want to be in the hunt. And right now it's feeling like we're going to be in the hunt, especially against the Eagles this Sunday. I think it's a good matchup for us. Other than Jalen Hurts, mobile quarterbacks give us an issue. All right, it's time to turn the page. We beat the Chargers. Huge win. Huge win. But this team, this vibe on this team is cool next. That's the vibe on the team. When you look at everybody's like, yep, stack wins, stack days. That was the mantra in camp, stacking days. And now what the mantra is, you're asking the players, what what next? Stacking games, stacking wins. They just want to build. They want to build something. We're building something dangerous in Duval. We are building a problem for other teams, NFL coaches. They're literally watching tape, taking hats off, rubbing their forehead like, how are we going to stop James Robinson? How are we going to stop Christian Kirk? How are we going to stop Zay Jones? We are giving teams problems offensively and defensively. How are we going to compete with the speed on this Jacksonville Jaguars defense, the Traxonville Jaguars? Because everybody is running to the football. They are zooming to that football, creating turnovers. Best turnover differential in the NFL. Best point differential in the NFL. This team is, I, I, I can't say enough good things. I, I, I'm so excited to play the Eagles. Uh, I think it's going to be a very close game. I have to pick the Eagles to win. I'm sorry. I know that Band-Aid didn't want to get ripped off that way. I know everybody wants us to win the rest of the games, and we want to go 16-1. and I get it. I get it. I know that's, but that's not the world we live in. We're going to lose games. It's going to happen. Let's enjoy the wins, and let's not give up on the team after they lose. Everybody that gave up on this team after the Commanders is an idiot. We didn't give up on the team. Right? Nobody that knows football gave up on this Jacksonville Jaguars team after week one because we saw enough good things that we were like, oh, all right, we're just a few plays away here. We're close. And then, boom, Colts, 24 nothing. 
Boom. Chargers, 38 to 10. 38 to 10. They were not in the game after that James Robinson run. They were not in the game at all. We took them out of the game. Can we do that against the Eagles? Anything's possible. We could do it against the Chargers, even though they weren't 100%. Still a really good football team. If we could do it against them, and then, oh, shot, oh, here you go. The Colts. The Jaguars beat the Colts 24-0. Colts must not be that good. What the Colts do the next week? They beat the Chiefs. Yeah, I'll give you a minute. They beat Patrick Mahomes. They beat Travis Kelsey. They beat Andy Reid. They beat that team. Everybody favored in every game, Kansas City Chiefs. That's who the Colts beat the following week. And the Jaguars destroyed the Colts. So I'm just saying, I'm just I'm just giving you the facts. Jaguars are a lot better than everyone thought, including myself. Did I know the potential was there? I did. Did I think that potential would be reached week two, week three? of the rookie season of most of these guys first year with the team guys like Christian Kirk and Zay Jones. Did I think we were going to get the most out of these guys? No, I did not, but we are, we're living in it. Just, just lean back where, wherever you are right now. If you're exercising or whatever, however you're listening to this podcast, just take a minute and just take a metaphorical lean back in your chair, look up to the ceiling and accept the fact that, that the Jaguars are playing some of the best football in the entire NFL right now. Maybe the best football in the NFL. So just be happy about that no matter what happens in this Eagles game, even if we get blown out and lay an egg. It's two straight away games, one of which was on the West Coast, and then you fly back to the East Coast. So it, Jaguars probably going to come out flat. I'm going to be honest. They came out flat against the Chargers that first quarter. They got they got through the first quarter. They grinded it out, and then the Jaguars slowly got their feet wet and got it together. So the first quarter in this game is going to go to the Eagles. I think the Eagles are going to be better prepared mentally, physically. Uh, Jaguars just had a huge uh, mentally exhaustive win to where it's like, holy crap, look at us. We're good. We're good. It's, it, this is amazing. We're drinking our own Kool-Aid. So they might come out flat against the Eagles and don't give up on this team when it happens because – the Eagles are going to make mistakes. Jalen Hurts is not the most accurate passer in the league. If you trap him in that pocket, and we have the speed to do that. We can do that. If you keep him in the pocket, you you man up A.J. Brown with Tyson Campbell, and Tyson Campbell gets his head around, and we shut down A.J. Brown, and Shaq Griffin doesn't let Devontae Smith run past him for a 70-yard touchdown, which may happen because they got guys everywhere on this team that can burn you deep. Like Jalen Guyton, Quez Watkins is the better version of Jalen Guyton. And Quez Watkins can burn us. Dallas Goddard is a problem. Oh, they have targets everywhere. They have guys that can beat us everywhere on offense. And defense is going to have to keep it up. We're going to need Traxonville to keep it together in order to beat the Eagles on Sunday. I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be somewhat high-scoring. I think it's 28-24 Eagles. Uh, unfortunately, I think Jaguars play well, and we got a lot of good things to think about. Two and two is great. We would I, everybody who signs up for two and two before the season. Don't 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 let expectations start to get crazy. Do not let expectations run wild and detach you from reality. And the reality is, this team might get there. We might not be there now. We might be there this year, but in all 
actuality, this team should not be there this early. We still got a lot of growing to do. And we might do some growing on Sunday against the Eagles. 28-24, close game. Uh, Shout out to Riley Patterson, who is a godsend at kicker. There's no way we thought that Riley Patterson was going to be this good for us. Riley Patterson's killing it. We know how good Logan Cook is. That's one fast of the ball right there. That's one out of three. Bam. We're set. Special teams, set. Offense, explosiveness everywhere. Set. I'm set with the offense. Defense, explosiveness everywhere. Explosive, game-changing turnover plays made by guys that are playing out of their minds. Set. I'm set. All three facets of the game. Special teams, offense, defense. The Jaguars are checking all the boxes. I think Doug Peterson's going to have the right game plan against the Eagles. Big revenge game narrative for him. You know, this is Eagles. This is where he won the Super Bowl. You know, they love him. They got a freaking statue to Doug Peterson in Philadelphia. And now he's got to go back there in that stadium. Imagine the emotion. Like, he's got some tears are going to trickle down those cheeks. But as soon as kickoff comes, Doug Peterson wants to destroy him. He wants this Jaguars team to go out there and destroy him. And this Jaguars team is going to want to do it for him. This team loves Doug Peterson. They love him. They, they are completely bought in. And they are a dangerous football team. They could easily win on Sunday. I don't think it's going to happen. I think we need to settle down. But just be happy, everybody. That's my big message. Just be happy. Trevor Lawrence making strides everywhere. It's, it's a great time to be alive for Jaguars fans. And uh, we're going to enjoy watching Jacksonville Jaguar football on Sundays and a Thursday uh, for the rest of the season. And I think that is something I don't, you could probably hear me smiling through the podcast. I am smiling ear to ear because it's just so nice to be in this place where we might be good. We might be good, y'all. It's so exciting to think about where we're almost there. It's a it's a great time to be alive. Uh, I'm so sorry that my co-host wasn't here, my moderator, my facts and stats man, Devin Mabe. I miss you. Could have used you, man. I'm, a, I'm over here looking at box scores, trying to figure out uh, what do I want to touch on, and I, I don't have my Devin. It, it's sad. Hopefully, we get everything back in order next week. Hopefully, Hurricane Ian does not do too much damage to anyone out there, and hopefully the Jaguars keep it up and actually do damage to other teams moving forward. My name is Sean Daly. This has been the Duval Hot Takes Podcast. This is the most fun I have all week. Uh, I just want to thank everybody that listens to this podcast so much. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being uh, active on Twitter with us uh, through at Duval Hot Takes. Thank you so much for just being supportive of this team, being supportive of this podcast, and just being along for the ride, baby, because it's going to be fun. We're going to hit a few bumps. One of them might be this Sunday. Prepare yourselves. But it's gonna. I think it's going to be a lot more good than bad. And I am so here for it. I am here for it. That being said, y'all have a great night. Uh, thank you again for listening. Thank you so much. And next week we will be at full force again, barring any unforeseen circumstances. And uh, go Jaguars. Win, 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 win.